Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Beth Bond coming to you live from Decatur, Georgia, with breaking news from Florida on the Amendment 1 ballot initiative, which is the amendment that has been dubbed the the wolf in sheep's clothing. Amendment 1 is basically a utility-backed uh, amendment that has seen over $20 million spent by um, the big four utilities in Florida, led by Florida Power and Light and the uh, utility representative was caught privately but recorded saying that the amendment was intentionally created to deceive Florida voters. The Florida Floridians for uh, Solar Choice and the Florida Solar Energy Industry, Indu- uh, Industry Association fought the amendment uh, uh, wording in the Supreme Court back in the spring, but the Supreme Court in a four to three vote decided to allow the the uh, amendment to stand as written, but that is where there was a very strong dissenting opinion issued by one of the justices where she dubbed the amendment as a wolf in sheep's clothing. In other words, consumers beware. So after the Miami Herald released the tape that I mentioned earlier that was about a week ago with the utility backed Representatives saying, yeah, this is sort of, you know, meant to confuse voters to think they're voting for solar. Um, the Floridians for Solar Choice went back and took um, the initiative to the Supreme Court on Wednesday to get the ballot initiative removed. And we have just gotten breaking news that they have decided to leave it on the ballot. So... Today we're going to be talking to one of um, a good friend of Southeast Green. We've talked to uh, Ken LaRoe several times. He is um, a a banker down in Eustis, Florida. He has the first Green Bank, and we talked to him about his bank several years ago on Speaking of Green. He's born, raised, and schooled in Eustis, Florida, uh, near the first Green Bank's headquarters. He earned a BS in management at Florida State University. Go Knowles! and a JD at the University of Florida College of Law. In 2009, after being granted the last bank charter in the state of Florida, LaRoe opened First Green Bank with a team of very experienced and successful local bankers who had been with him throughout much of his career. In addition to bringing sustainable banking to Central and South Florida, LaRoe has helped educate and influence thousands on thousands of bank customers about the importance of protecting the environment through sustainable business practices Overall, LaRoe is making a difference in more than just the local communities where the First Green Bank has established branches, but across the global banking landscape as well. And Ken is joining us today to talk about uh, the Amendment 1 and why this is this is a bum deal for, for businesses. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you back. I hope I hope you're doing well. Very well. Thank you. And I know that um, you're doing your part because, um, in a complete side note, my cousin banks with y'all in, in Central Florida, and he was very excited to get his yard sign to say "Vote No" on one and put it in the front yard. <laughs> yeah, we're we're giving them out by the hundreds. <laughs> I'm sure. 
So we've we've interviewed um, Dr. Stephen Smith um, from Flor- Floridians for Solar Choice, you know, sort of on what Amendment 1 does for consumers and sort of the political side of it. But we thought it was really important to have you come on and talk about sort of like why the amendment is, is not only bad for consumers, also why is the amendment sort of negative for business in Florida? Well, that one is uh, is – is really pretty easy. Um, the uh, the obvious argument is that it's a job killer because um, the solar power industry and, and renewable power uh, employs a lot of people and it's employing dramatically more people every year because the industry is expanding so rapidly. Um, and it, it, it provides employment for, for people that would not normally be employed in the dirty power industry. Um, that's the the obvious easy one. Um, it's bad for business because it, it eliminates or will eliminate, as they as Justice Periente said, it's a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, they will quickly eliminate any possibility of a, a business powering their own business through solar, uh, which is what we do at at almost all of our locations. In fact, we've got two locations that are net zero. Um, and then if, and if we could ever get to the power purchase agreement um, legislation in this state, uh, I think there's only four states in the country that don't have power purchase agreements, us being one of them. Um, I mean, that will never happen if Amendment 1 passes. Well, and, and just so people understand, power purchase agreements, tell us what that is. Well, power purchase agreement basically is um, it's the foundation for distributed energy production. Um, for instance, somebody might have a, a giant warehouse with a lot of roof space. They could cover it with solar and then sell the power to their to their neighbors. Um, we we can't do that in Florida now, and it would really it would really kickstart um, the solar. And it, it's just it, it's really astounding to me because in the big picture long term the dirty dirty industry has a a really bankrupt model a really bank, bankrupt business model um with the the grid issue and then the infrastructure that it takes to to produce the power and distribute it and you you keep hearing about how inefficient solar is but i just got back from western north carolina at the fontana dam which is a tennessee valley authority project, which there's dozens and dozens of them all through the Appalachian Mountains, which have wrought incredible environmental destruction. Well, they produce power at that at that dam, but they send it to Knoxville, which is an hour and a half away, and the, the power losses that through the transmission lines is immense. So it's only getting a fraction of the power that from that dam that destroyed the environment for 60 miles upriver. Um, you know, and they and they talk about how inefficient solar is or wind or whatever, and it's it's all just it's all hollow arguments. Um, they're just trying to preserve their monopoly and and nothing more. It's it's just like the Koch brothers have have basically eliminated any rational climate policy over the last ten years. So they they prolong their monopoly for another ten years. That's that's so many billions of dollars that 
normal people can't even comprehend it. Every year they can delay rational climate policies is billions and billions and billions of more dollars. It's the same thing that the power companies are doing here. It's just it's just total complete scum. Well, and and to me it's it's always amazing that we say that we live in this uh market driven capitalist economy, but when you really start digging into sort of these big industries, you understand that there is nothing capitalist about it. It is all about creating policy to protect themselves and to deny a truly free market. It it truly is. And and the the what's really reprehensible about this whole initiative um is that it started with Floridians for Solar Choice with Dr. Stephen Smith and the Southern Alliance for Clean Energy and um, thank the Lord for, for people like him that are willing to, to do this stuff. Um, they got their their um, constitutional amendment passed through the Supreme Court, started collecting ballots, and I don't even know if most of the consumers or most of the voters out there even know this. So then the power company um, pulls their scam, which was all you know laid out in the in the news recently with the leak of the video by. Sal Nuzio, um, they went, to, there's there's only a couple, and the only way to get a constitutional amendment passed in Florida is to hire um, uh, people that go out and get signatures to get it on the, on the ballot. Well, Floridians for Solar Choice was getting close on their signatures. I, I think they were more than halfway there. And there's only one or two companies in the state that gather these signatures. Well, the power companies through this scam went to those companies and bid up the price per signature to the point where the Floridians for Solar Choice couldn't afford to do it anymore. So they cut them off at the knees gathering signatures, sat back and, you know, smoked their cigars and their leather recliners and said, well, we got them there. Well, not only that, but we'll get this other ballot initiative on that will allow us to, in the future, eliminate any chance of renewable energy in the state. And then they hired Dick Batchelor in Orlando, um, the lobbyist who I've had numerous conversations with that, that he sold his soul to the devil doing this. He was a, he's a Democrat, former Democrat legislator from the state of Florida, always, uh, you know, on the values aligned side, I thought. And then, and then he goes and, and does this and it supports this, this basically this giant fraud, and and the uh, James Madison Institute, funded by the Koch brothers, I was um, honored to to be named uh, Entrepreneur of the Year in the Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year for the state of Florida, and went to the national conference, and the, one of the speakers was David Koch, and I I I just bit my tongue and listened to him. They let all the other speakers. Um, have rebuttals and questions from the audience. They wouldn't allow any audience questions or rebuttals for for David Koch. And his closing comment was, as Americans, we have a constitutional right to burn hydrocarbons. And I thought, what a Neanderthal. And and that scuzz bucket is controlling our politics as they make billions and billions and billions of dollars. Well, one of the things I love about working in the sustainability space is, 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 is I feel like we're in this, like, an enlightenment two period, and people are really starting to wake up and understanding that this industrial complex 
that we've created is never for us, right? It's never, ever, ever for the consumers of America, for the voters of America, and that through the power of social media in particular, uh, that we have a voice that we would we would otherwise not get to sort of expose the duplicitous deceitfulness of of these industries that you know are supposed to be for us. Well, it's it is. I mean, it's a it's a good thing, bad thing. You know, you got to hope there's a silver lining in the dark cloud. But with the basically the demise of the fourth estate, without the press. What comes next? You know, what's going to take the place of the press? Um, my friends that were investigative reporters are all my age. They're all um, either on the way out or they've been downsized out as the newspapers shrink. You know, who's going to go in and and keep these people honest? I mean, thank God for the Herald and and finding that you know, digging up that video. I mean, this thing would have sailed through. Now at least there's a chance that the people that haven't already voted, you know, will vote it, um, won't vote for it. Um, it's it's just it's exceedingly disturbing. Well, I agree that that I mean one of the things that I've seen over the you know the the timeline of Southeast Green is the demise, especially of. Um, not only investigative reporting, but environmental reporting. I mean, there just aren't any environmental reporters anywhere. Um, it, and, and you know, those people are trained professionals how to capture that story. So, but, you know, on the flip side, we do at least have, you know, people who are out there on blogs and, you know, like like people who wouldn't get coverage otherwise who can at least use the power of the Internet to sort of get the story out. And I think... If you were, I don't know if you've been watching Twitter, but over the last 10 days since the Herald story broke, I mean, there's a tweet almost every single 10-minute uh, increment rolling by saying, vote no on one. So, um, well, I know you're very busy, so we really appreciate the, um, the time that you gave us today, and um, we will continue to uh, support and lift you up as you do this hard work in Florida and um, we'll be anxiously waiting the uh, response on Tuesday. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, Florida, you got to get out. you got to get on social media. Use the hashtag NoOnOne and vote against Amendment 1, the anti-solar amendment.